excited about baseball. That's it. Dude, baseball is coming back. That's, his, that's our baseball boy. <laughs> so excited. I think we talked about this last time, but I watched that documentary DOA about the Sex Pistols tour. Oh, yeah. And today I felt the urge to watch Sid and Nancy, so I watched that. Nice. As I recall, still not very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very good. It's got some cool music in it, though. Like, whenever, like, Nancy pulls up in the limousine at the end. Spoiler, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I think the last scene of that movie is, like, the best scene of the movie. Uh, yeah. The music in that part's really good. I followed that up by watching a documentary called Who Killed Nancy Spungen, uh-huh. which makes me actually think maybe Sid Vicious didn't kill Nancy Spungen. It's <laughs> kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. That there's like, the knife was like cleaned and like set in the corner. All their cash they just got was stolen. Like, yeah. That is pretty odd. Yeah. I don't get, I don't like Sid Vicious. I think, I think Sid Vicious sucks. Yeah. Maybe as a person and as a like icon and musician, everything. Yeah. yeah it's not how I see punk rock, but same yeah, that was that was very interesting i also watched a music documentary of sorts what was that oh finding neverland <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no! <laughs> it was oh i don't want to hear the truth yeah you watch both parts yes yeah four hours Ooh. wow what's your take you know he's dead so yeah. good like he he seems like he was a terrible person yeah. But he made Thriller. He made a lot of good stuff. And, you know, I it's just something else I have to feel weird about putting on. I almost yeah. put on Screeching Weasel the other day. And notice how I didn't put Screeching Weasel as a clip just there. Because Oof. fuck Screeching Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck Ben Weasel. A lot of guys. I've met a guy from Screeching Weasel. And he was very nice. He's a very gentlemanly yeah. dude. Jughead. Well, let's play his band instead. Here's Jughead's band, even in blackouts. Down. Inside, outside, you're still screaming about those things that you've been dreaming. Sooner or later, they'll come crashing down. Woo! There it is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Ben Weasel sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so I I don't know. Uh, I I feel about the same that I did, you know, before he died or anything. Like I kind of already knew that. I mean, I grew up exactly around the time that everything started coming out. So yeah. my memory is always that Michael Jackson was creepy with children, but he still made like really good music. Sometimes that's hard, right? I mean, to separate the artist from the art that they create. Oh, I, I don't it's, know. It's not. It it's too hard for me to do that to separate yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's. I just, I just can't do it. Like I know for I, most I, for the I most part I, before, I couldn't I, I think I saw a band one time and I liked the band a lot and then I saw they were doing like blow and I was like I don't like this band anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it just but, sucks like that. That's my that's my thought process for sure. He's not good. Nope. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Oh, oh man, well. I think a good way to segue into this. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I kind of destroyed the podcast. <gasps> no, 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 he didn't destroy it at all. Uh, man, it just, it's funny that we're not going to play any Michael Jackson music or any Screeching Weasel music. No. That... <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We can't do that. Instead of playing Michael Jackson, let's just play a clip of a James Ingram song because he died recently. He's too bright. Call his 
Wow, what a way to start episode 40. <laughs> Sean Kent. Sean Kent. Let's hear about Sean Kent. Kemp with a P. Kemp. Camp with a P. Yeah, no. He was awesome. He played for the Seattle Supersonics. I, I feel like his most notable uh, moment is uh, he dunked on, I think it might have been Hakeem Olajuwon. No, it must have been somebody small because he, he dunked on them so hard. They just like <laughs> fell to the ground and he like pointed at them cracking up, basically. That's not a nice guy. <laughs> no, he's a terrible guy, but... I hate Sean Camp. 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 Yeah, but Camp? He, he's probably the most famous person to wear number 40, so... Here we are. Hey. And what a number way to 40. start Sean Camp. <laughs> <laughs> terribleness on terribleness on terribleness. Oi vey, yeah. Mm-hmm. The powerful have fallen. <laughs> um, I... Uh-oh. What you been listening to? Oh, man. So... To start off this on a a little, I guess, lighter of a note, I've listened to Jay Retard. Also dead. Also dead. Uh, I'm going to feel very weird saying his name repeatedly, so we'll just call him Jay. Um, yeah, yeah, let's call him Jay. Yeah. <laughs> seems too inappropriate to continuously say the R word. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, his record, Blood Visions. I know it, yeah. It's amazing record from Memphis. Super hated all of Memphis music. <laughs> like Hated by or hated all in Memphis music? He hated Memphis music. Ah. Like, he hated Memphis culture and, like, anytime on tour, you know, when telling people that they were from Memphis, be like, oh, Elvis. And just like, I fucking hate Elvis. With my baby. Well, that's when we're gonna kiss and kiss and kiss and kiss and we're gonna kiss some more. But who cares how many times we kiss because at a time like this, who keeps going? <laughs> like, hates Elvis, hates blues, but uh, made really awesome punk rock. Probably the song that I listen to the most, probably my favorite J. Retard song is My Shadow. I think that's an amazing song. I love it. It's like burn around to know my shadow. That's that one, right? Yeah, it's, or yeah, a little faster, I guess. No, I'm, that's only like a grunge song that I forgot to. <laughs> 
The band Rick is talking about is Tool, a band Rick listened to almost every day in the ninth grade. How he forgot their name is beyond my comprehension. <laughs> it's kind of similar because it's just like, My Shadow! Oh, my not- Shadow! My Shadow! My Shadow! My Shadow! My Shadow! My Shadow! My Shadow! It's like really quick. We'll compare the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that song's really rad. Death is Forming is great. Pretty much the entire record, It's So Easy, uh, has the chorus, It's So Easy When Your Friends Are Dead. It's so easy when your friends are dead. It's so much easier when you don't even care. Yeah, it's uh, all sad. He also had a band, The Retards, very similar music. Didn't get too into Watch Me Fall, which I guess was his last studio record. Sometimes I have to run to think and it all becomes a way too much. All the things that I want and need in life seem like the things I'll never, I never ever touch. Yeah, I don't even remember it. I thought Blood Visions was it. Yeah, was- yeah, he had one more, I guess. I, I think there might be something in between there. Not as hard, more melodic, which is what he wanted, but... Ah. They control my feeble mind, telling me to go insane anymore. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I love Blood Visions. <laughs> I think Lost Sounds. This band Lost Sounds is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to hear more lost sounds. They got a they got a keyboard in there. Oh, I love a keyboard. So I'm looking at this thing now. He died when he was 29. Yeah. Holy shit! I think he, what it ended up that he died of a uh, drug overdose. Yeah, he liked the drugs. Yeah. Uh, that was always the story when he came to DFW was the drugs were somehow involved. Yeah, and he missed a show entirely because he was looking for drugs. <sighs> like the show, people came to the show. He wasn't there to play. Yeah, and the show was canceled. That sucks. Yeah, it was in... I forgot where it was. It was in Deep Ellum, and he just didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. That super sucks. I'm, I appreciate his music, but yeah, like, lifestyle uh, is too rough for me. I could never live a life like that. I don't think this is that accurate, but I watched that documentary about who killed Nancy Spongebob. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember one of the bands in it, and the credits said it was Terror Vision. And or Terror Visions, and that is one of his bands, apparently. Ah. Rick, you are quite the Dunbarhead. The band on the Who Killed Nancy documentary is a 1998 band, Terror Vision. Jay Retard was in Terror Visions. Yeah, he he 
had quite a few bands, actually, right? Like, yeah. He, he was also in a band called Bad Times. So I, I know I have a friend who's also in a band called Bad Times. But the difference is we don't try to make money off of them. Check your shit, Alex, actually. There's already a band called that. Jeez. I think they're not a band anymore. Yeah. Yeah, he, he always played a flying V guitar, which always kind of made me laugh. I kind of hated Jerry Retard at first. I always thought yeah. that A in there That's because good. it was just every song sounded the same, and then so many bands like that just popped up, and I got so sick of that drum beat. That it's like stop. That's true. It's very simple. It's but it like I don't know something about it just is nice. It's it's kind of like how into off for a minute. You're not here over off. I'm over off. I'm oh. over them now. Now nah. uh, I've still been listening to a lot of off. But yeah, we're not gonna. Play I think them. the only realistic time to listen to off is when you sent me some off songs for the last episode. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's all I have to say because I haven't delved too deep. I need to. I want to really enjoy his music. Yeah, just kind of fell back into this record after not listening to it for a couple of years. And it's super short, so it you is. probably listen to it like 15 times yeah. on the way to work and back. Exactly. of your listening yanni uh on my way to and from work definitely yeah <laughs> of course or just true i need to i always forget that usually when i'm drawing and stuff yeah Lindsay's not here and i can play whatever the fuck i want from the living room because yeah. the stereo is and my speakers on my little computer sound very bad mine too yeah and a lot of times i'm like i'm just listening to podcasts and like, yeah so much shit i haven't i haven't like music i haven't listened to yet what am i doing listening to podcast i do that all the time too so if you're listening to this, turn this shit off. Put on some music. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> then we're going to need the Patreon! <laughs> the pa- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing the Patreon up and then make a like, goof Patreon that's just like, give us money. We won't do much. Yeah. Nothing will change. <laughs> that's so weird because uh, I didn't know how else to ask. What, what have you been listening to, Rick? So as I mentioned earlier in this episode, in the previous episode, I watched a documentary called DOA, (laughs) unreleased on home video until 2017. The backtrack, it's a documentary about the Sex Pistols. The crew that made the movie didn't have the rights to do it at all. They snuck into the shows and got Sex Pistols footage and interviewed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And then they flew to the UK where they got a, they were like trying to capture the punk rock scene there. And that's where I discovered Cham 69. Nothing left. So when you walk in the streets, when nothing 
Shame 69. I got nothing really <laughs> to go on other than, like, I saw that footage and just the dude, like, telling people to stop fighting. Yeah. Hopefully I can just find that clip and play it right here. Listen, for fuck's sake. I'm sick of making speeches all the time. Every time I come to gig, I've got to make a speech about fucking fighting. Every fucking time. Do you know what I think? Because I have to do these fucking speeches and fucking think, oh, he don't mean it. He's, he's only doing it because uh, it makes him a lot bigger, you know what I mean? I don't want to fucking keep saying, stop fighting, stop fighting. Just fucking enjoy yourselves for a change. I was like, I could, I could listen to this band. I always kind of associated them with, like, oi and, like, that kind of, like, fucking big boot asshole bands. But they're yeah. not. I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, obviously, they, like, have the word oi and, like, look them up on, like, oi compilations and stuff. And, right. But they're just, like, a fucking straightforward punk rock band. Yeah, super good. So I know nothing about this band. Yeah. I've heard, listened to them on YouTube, and I was at a record store the other day, and I picked up just a random Sham 69 record. You know, me not knowing anything about the discography, just being like, hey, I need to listen to more Sham 69. And I picked up the album, Hollywood Hero. You're a Hollywood hero. I knew, and I knew nothing about it. The mm -hmm. cover, I couldn't really gauge the year on it. There's no year. It was seven bucks. The guy working the store said that I was like probably the second person in that day, so I was happy to buy it. <laughs> and put it in the car, and I was like, what the fuck is this? You're on the rock, you're on the sink. Have a baby, throw a brick. You're on the rock, you're on the sink. Have a baby, throw a brick. From 2007. <laughs> yeah. The original singer, whose name escapes me, um, Factbot. The original singer of Sham 69 is Jimmy Percy. Jeez. You sure are a dunter head. Is not on okay. this record. But Dave Parsons, one of the founders, is still in the band. I'm going to read on the bottom of this uh, CD, it thanks Doc Martens for the shoes and the boots. They're sponsored yeah. by Doc Martens. Here's the thing. It's not... Okay. Terrible. It's just a very different band. And their lyrics are insanely cheesy. Take a look at me. Am I a member of the human race? Take a look at my face. Am I here by accident? When I hear they say punk is dead, I think of what I said. When I look at what I have read, I think of what I Man, I hope they're in here. Oh, man. No lyric book. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to see if I can do this from, from the top of my head. There's a song. It's on here. It's called... Uh... Did you listen to this at all? Did you listen to any of this at all? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the... I listened to it a little bit. The song's the like... First couple of times. September 11th, 2001. Yeah. Yeah, that was the day when it all began. 
Oh, it's medic. I need a medic. Yeah. I need a medic. I won't forget it. I need a medic. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, and uh, Hollywood Hero. Hollywood Hero is actually pretty good. Is this fiction? Is this horror? The dead don't talk about tomorrow. You're a Hollywood hero. You're a natural killer. You're a Hollywood hero. You got your finger on the trigger. It's not the the title track from the album, but man, give me a minute. It's so corny. It's like, give me a minute, and I'll change the world. Give me a minute. <laughs> Here's what I found out about Champ 69. A million records. They've okay. put, consistently been putting out stuff since 1977. Yeah, since 1977, they have put out 14 records. And I was like, there's one from 1988 called Volunteer. And it features like keyboards and saxophone. Yeah. And the original singer, Jimmy Percy. <laughs> and it it's like has keyboards and saxophone on it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And it is not. <laughs> I can They just continuously kind of got worse and worse. They have... (laughs) Jimmy Percy has quit the band several times, and I think currently he is in it. And it even, like, confused the members from this album, the album that I got, uh, the Hollywood Hero. (laughs) I keep going to turn on my head and look at his name. Since Jim Percy joined the band again, the members of this version (laughs) of it from Hollywood Hero, like, started their own version of Sham 69 (laughs) Mm -hmm. without Dave Parsons. Just a weird history of this band, but, like... They killed it. Since I couldn't find anything, I only like downloaded discography recently, yeah. basically just to send it to you. And like another earlier album, which is not bad. I listened to a little bit of it. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, you'll hear clips of it, the listener, yeah. throughout this. But man, that threw me for a loop, that 20, 2007 album. Here come the lies. We're over the border. Here come the lies. Pass it on. Just for yeah. fun, let's read the bat cover. The only written text on it. I, it I'm a, no, I'm not gonna read it in a bat. Should I? Uh, should I read it in a bad English accent? I don't know. I don't know. I'll just do it. How bad? Pope Rock is was it? never retrospective. It was always a positive, forward-thinking genre. <laughs> Originally, it was about having belief when there was little to believe in. It was about getting off your ass and having a go. This related to anything, not just music. Punk is an attitude and not a fashion. It's for anyone who ever got tired of being boxed, labeled, or told what to wear what to look like, or what to think. It's an attitude that after 30 years since the birth of punk, I carry forward with me still. Keep the faith, Dave Parsons. But you know what? That's actually not that corny. That's fine. That was <laughs> oh, no, I, I meant the that message. Was a good but, <laughs> but I also appreciate the, the compliment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sent you the early stuff, too. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you did. I've I've heard the earlier stuff that you sent me. I can't think of where I heard it. I feel like it was either on, like, Jackass or something. Or, like, Escape Video or something. I don't know. Yeah, 
it sounded very familiar and yeah that's it was nice because it was kind of you know that's what i've been kind of listening to is very basic like um just punk rock Uh, it is weird uh-huh. having a band like progress and like not break up and keep going and hearing a much later record and being like, ugh, like the Misfits. Of course, I have said recently yeah. that I back American Psycho. I think American Psycho is good. everything after that is garbage oh okay i don't mind that have one. you heard the canadian subhumans i can't stand the new regime other than no. like their first record i have not heard a lot but what mm-hmm. they did a couple of years ago maybe like 10 years ago is they won for like the 30th anniversary they wanted to re-release it and they weren't able to so they just uh-huh. re-recorded it as old men and it sounds good it's good it's like a very nice comparison oh. I can't stand the new regime commercial rock new wave pop mindless music yeah I can't really think of any bands nice. that have existed for that long like that can still continuously be good the adolescents just put out a record Me either Oh, yeah. The Addicts were recording and, like, doing stuff up until... Oh, jeez. Members started dying. It's weird to be in a band for that long and still that... And still be able to like use that as your meal ticket or whatever. Like, not saying that's what they're doing. Obviously, obviously, they just want to record a record. It's very corny. It's super embarrassing. But it's like old men just like fucking having fun. They're not like trying to like make like radio hits or whatever. I don't know. I thought a lot about because I was listening to this while driving around, and I think about it a lot. It's like, yeah, there's just a bunch of old guys having fun. Like, who might have judged them? Yeah, who might? Yeah, Yeah. I get you. Did you ever see the Anvil? The story of Anvil? No. not yeah that's a sad story is it like anvil had like this hit record uh-huh. and like and they played rock and rio i think it's what they played and then they tried to record with the same producer that were produced for many years ago and it's just also a flop and oh. they like tried for years to get like another hit record and it never happened yeah that sucks yeah poor anvil yeah that's all i got yeah 
Yeah, Sham 69 is just like pretty much any of those other bands, I guess. Can't think of, yeah, you, like you said, I can't think of many bands that are still around like that and consistently put out records. So, Other than the subhumans, subhumans, still great. I always, why do I forget the subhumans? Because they're consistently good. You need is more addiction. Every desire is up for sale. Great success is reason Bad the original subhumans. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bad Brain's always been good, though. No, no, they haven't always been good. <laughs> But they have been yeah. on and off for ever. In your uh, American footballs, I guess that's only since like 2001 oh, or Yeah, whatever. they just released a new record. I need a drink or two. Or three, or four, to spend any time alone with me anymore. I have not listened to it. Do you think it might be, think about They Might Be Giants? Yes. Put your hands on the puppet head, put your hands on the puppet head. Put your hand inside, put your hand inside, put your hand inside the puppet head. This may be our most boring episode ever. <laughs> I <Okay>. know. <laughs> They have, since like 1984 or 5, they put out like a record like every other year. Yeah. They're consistent. So you actually like know what you're getting into. Sham 69... What's the gap between the last record and this one? Eight years. Not that long. They're, they actually mm-hmm. consistently put out stuff. So never mind. That's not an excuse for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, It's somewhat just... consistent. It's like sometimes they have like eight-year gaps, but it's fine. They've just progressed into poop. I don't know. She's always up for 24. How do you feel about XTC? Oh, oh, dude, I love them. They're a band yeah. that still consistently put out stuff but does not play live ever because the That's dude has true. stage fright. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. I've been listening to a lot of this one track. What is it called? Making Plans for Nigel. We're only making plans for Nigel. We only want what's best for him. Making Plans for Nigel. Yeah. yeah. Been listening to that a lot. Yeah. But that's probably because I was. I'm a really big Black Mirror fan, so. I was really into Bandersnatch. Oh, okay. And that song's in Bandersnatch. Oh, that's in that uh, Black Mirror show, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Charlotte Puck. And another great off-topic thing. Mm-hmm. Two things recently I thought about is 
I was in the grocery store and heard the Ramones playing on the overhead speaker. Oh. And I was like, this is kind of common, but think about how weird this would be in like 1984. Yeah. How, like, that would be absurd and insane to hear the Ramones at a grocery store. Like, turn off this rocket! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, we have mentioned to each other we are both fans of the TV show Pin 15. Yes. And that Bikini Kill does the theme song. Yeah. That's also crazy. That Bikini Kill probably never thought they would ever be the theme song to anything. That's true. I mean, it, it's it's so fitting. And, like, back in, like, even in the 90s, you probably wouldn't see that, like, such a aggressive-sounding punk rock song being the theme to a TV show that people watch on a weekly basis. Freaks and Geeks, that John Jett song. That's true. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. Uh, which, speaking of, that Bikini Kill song, the name eludes me, but the hand claps in it. Yeah. Like the, they're, they're playing like a patty cake game. That's, I think that's Kathleen Hanna and Joan Jett. Oh, that's awesome. With silver buttons, buttons, buttons all down her back, back, back. She asks her mom, mother, mother for 15 <laughs> cents, cents, cents. Yeah, that's true. And that show is good. Now after our show podcast where we... <laughs> recap every episode yeah. of Pen15. There's going to be some heavy editing on this episode. <laughs> oh, I know. We have like, oh, we're low energy today. Low energy. Well, I was sick and you're you're fine. Yeah. Low energy episode. Hey, since we're both so full of low energy, uh, maybe we should move on to a, a segment called... What have you been listening to? Come on, give it a little more energy than that. Oh, all right. What have you been listening to? <laughs> oh the low energy cast let's see yeah. oh this one is from our pal previously mentioned on a recent episode charlie jones who does a project called yellow stockings yeah hear that you've been fighting why you never really seem like one for that and did you know i'm liking living and locked in you remember that? Yes, I do. This is her talking about what she's been listening to. <laughs> Charlie, what have you been listening to? I have been listening to Anoni. Um, Spell that. A-N-O-H-N-I. And a couple of songs. There's one called Watch Me, and I like it because the lyrics are weird. I know you love me Cause you're always watching me I know you love me Cause you're always watching me Protecting me from evil Protecting me from terrorism And another one called Four Degrees Also, because the lyrics are weird It's only four degrees, it's only four degrees. 
big piece. Oh yeah. Oh, have a listen. And this is, you've heard this. This is new to you. Very new to you. You're familiar with this person. I'm not super familiar with them. A friend of ours last year told me about it, and we watched a video, and I was really blown away. And then been slowly letting it grow on me. Excellent. And the name of the album is Hopelessness. Yes. Excellent. Charlie Jones signing out. See ya. <laughs> See how much energy I had at that evening. Yeah. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Full of energy. Right now, nothing. Night people, man. It's hard. <laughs> I realize now that you sent that to me and I feel like I should give it a quick listen because it's super familiar because there was a billboard um, like up on our block with this record cover. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. So it's that popular. Uh, it's put out locally here by Secretly Canadian. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's what Charlie said. That's crazy. That's awesome. And there's some kind of a uh, link to Anthony and the Johnsons, or is it Anthony and the Johnsons? Anthony, we I believe. had an argument. Yeah, we had an argument whether it's Anthony and the Johnstons or Anthony and the Johnsons. Turns out it's Johnsons. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared of the middle place between life and nowhere. I don't want to be the one. Left in there, left in there. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I think it is weird. Charlie's right. It is super weird. Watch me watching pornography. Watch my medical history. Did you not listen no, to it? No, no. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a quick listen. Give it a little quick listen. I'm going to do some push-ups while I do that so I can get myself energized. Oh, all right, cool. I want to see this world. I want to see it boil. I want to see this world. I want to see it boil. Dude, yeah, I I have heard this. Our friend Chris is really into this. Yeah, Anoni. Yeah, Anoni. Still alive. I feel like, oh God, I gotta check this out now. I'm trying to look because I feel like we even may have seen Anoni somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. You've seen Anoni. I have seen Anoni. Really? Yep. At FYF in 2017. What happens at an Anoni show? Um. I just remember it being she goes, super dramatic, you know, but since it was at a festival, it was like, I believe uh, their set was at the trees, or it could have been on the lawn. Yeah, no, it was at the lawn, and that set area was just kind of, uh, it's, if you've ever been in LA and USC's campus, it is right along the Coliseum. It's actually pretty cool, or it was pretty cool, but I just remember the set being very dramatic and very similar to how it was when I saw James Blake. Dark and dreary and I don't know. It was it was cool though. I remember liking it. But I was also very drunk. Oh, so in between Anoni songs, is she also... Is her name Anoni or is the band Anoni? You know, I don't know. Me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Any. You know, I don't know any. Yeah, I don't know any. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I know there was a full band. Anoni. Yeah, I guess Anoni is a singer. She's formerly Man. known as Anthony. Yeah. Wait, this is Sam? It's the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, oh, familiar. This is a uh, So, Anoni, yeah, Anthony trans- is Anoni. Yeah, transitioned yeah to Anoni. That's oh, right. Really? Okay. I didn't pick that up at all. Okay. Yeah, that and now the thing about the vocals are very similar to Anthony and the Johnson right, songs. Right. So it's hoping I will not drown or paralyze in life. I'm a fool. I guess it's not really my job to look up that person because that's what Charlie's been listening to. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so that's that's super cool. Um, so Anoni and. That's that is the tie between Anoni and Anthony and the Johnsons, and wow, me dumb. I feel like I was filled in on this by my friend Chris, and totally just forgot about it. I feel like we should uh, have an alternative episode of this yeah. episode where we both go get coffee and then come back and re-record the whole thing. <laughs> Seriously, I will hold on while while you're listening. Though I did another thing about Champ sixty nine. Mm-hmm. Is they have an album called from 1995 called uh, Soapy Water and Mr. Marmalade. What? <laughs> that's a good name. That's awesome. I hope Paddington the Bear is on there. <laughs> Just a song called Paddington. I like Soapy Walter and Marmalade. He has such a charming <laughs> little voice. Little bear. Love well, is that a uh, good afternoonies? Because it is, is only that. like four seventy. <laughs> I know it's it so is. early in the day, dude. Yeah, seriously, it's super early here. I don't even know what the what the heck I'm gonna do with myself. I guess I gotta take a nap. You gotta take a nap or watch a bunch of documentaries about the Sex Pistols, a band you don't like. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. I no, I don't like the Sex Pistols. Yeah, I think they're bad. That's true. I know. I just you think do. they're. I think they're interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting era. Johnny Rotten's such a shithead. He's such a shitty rotten feller. Yeah, John yeah. Lydon. Yeah. yeah, what a butt. And that's all. That's all I got. So good afternoonies. Good afternoonies. Stay tuned after the outro. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> bye. Bye 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 Hello, Johnny Ketchum here, and I just wanted to take a minute because I thought maybe it's best to do this at the end of the show rather than in the middle. I haven't really been listening to too much this month, except for what I talked about. Other than that, though, I have been uh, thinking a lot about my friend uh, Thomas Shane O'Bannon. Uh, for you who don't know, my friend Shane passed away late September, and that's pretty rough time for me and all of our friends. Uh, very unexpected, and uh, to hear of the problems he was going through and everything 
before his death was just a lot to take in all at once. I super miss him and his birthday is actually March 24th which will be not too far after you all hear this episode. So I wanted to do something for him and his memory so I'm just going to quickly go through a couple songs that really remind me of him and are just songs that I feel he really loved. First one I'm going to talk about is by the band or artist Owen Pallet, uh, formerly known as Final Fantasy. The song is The Butcher. Doomsday, the end of the century, in accord with prophecy, is all you fear, you by your family, written within the book of butchery. My appetite is endless, the people that fans last. This land is big, this land is bigger, but never as big as the mouth of a singer wrote. So, uh, this was one that we both really enjoyed. A lot of what Shane would do for for me or for any of his friends was he liked creating mixes for people that pretty much encompassed stuff that he knew they liked already and just kind of sprinkled in some stuff that he thought that you would also enjoy. Final Fantasy or Owen Pallet is an amazing artist. Uh, he is a member of the Arcade Fire, and he's just a fantastic solo artist too, so check that out for sure, Um, especially if you love just really thematic music, and yes, it, it does go well with the video game Final Fantasy. Next song is by The Smiths, Asleep. Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep. I'm tired and I, I want to go to bed Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep And then leave me alone Don't try to wake me in the morning Uh, this song always will remind me of Shane because the first mix he ever made me when we first became friends ended with this song knowing that I like to joke about uh, Latin people loving Morrissey so much uh, he knew I I had a love for the Smiths and included this because he always said it was one of his favorite Smith songs it's severely depressing now (laughs) in context of everything uh you know that's pretty much every one of these songs in this list and that's why I kind of figured might be best to talk about this after the show rather than during the show um not much to talk about with the Smiths you know they're they're the Smiths they're amazing and we love them (laughs) next song I wanted to talk about was by Elliot Smith, a uh, song is 2.45 a.m. Where mute memories start talking The boss that couldn't help it hurt you And the pretty thing you made desert you I'm going out like a baby 
naive, unsatisfiable baby. Elliot Smith is a folk artist uh, from, technically from Oregon, uh, spent most of his life out in LA and San Francisco. He most notably is known for Miss Misery, which was attached to Goodwill Hunting, which he actually performed at the Oscars. Shane always really loved Elliot Smith. Um, I always really loved Elliot Smith. I always had a really hard time with Elliot Smith because uh, another friend back in high school had passed away and um, he introduced me to Elliot Smith. So uh, it always kind of ties to that and um, has been kind of depressing ever since. So to come back into him uh thinking you know i could do this i'm a big boy now uh made me realize yeah there's too much sadness for me in that but that's not to say that elliot smith is a bad artist he's and he was an amazing artist and uh his songs are absolutely beautiful um just kind of tragic and again which is why uh, this is on here, and uh, Shane w- loved tragic music um, and tragic artists, so it makes sense that he loved Elliot Smith. Uh, so I've got two more that I want to talk about really quick. Uh, try not to take too much time on this. Uh, next one we'll talk about is by Modest Mouse. Uh, song title is Talking Shit about a pretty sunset. Talking shit about a pretty sunset. Blanket and opinions that I'll probably regret soon. Changed my mind so much I can't even trust it. My mind changed me so much I can't even trust myself. The song always will remind me of living with Shane and driving around town with Shane, Uh, especially um, drunken nights in our apartment. Uh, We all really loved Modest Mouse and uh, another friend who had passed away uh, really loved Modest Mouse. So it kind of just continued and Modest Mouse played at his funeral and um we all just had a very deep tie to modest mouse (laughs) how many times can i say that um this song in particular was always one of shane's favorite songs um something about the way isaac brock says talking shit about a pretty sunset uh shane just loved to imitate and it is kind of funny (laughs) um it's again another beautiful song um and very on brand for shane yeah uh again not not too much to talk about with modest mouse just more so uh memories tied to these songs rather than talking about the artists themselves so okay uh next one is by ajj formerly known as andrew jackson jihad and that song is Rejoice. 
Shane actually introduced me to AJJ, and I was immediately hooked. Um, Shane always really liked the Mountain Goats, and then got into AJJ and uh, thought this was a a way to kind of get me to open up more to the Mountain Goats. Not that I didn't like the Mountain Goats, I just didn't really care all that much. So, he, yeah, he gave me the record um people who eat people i i can't remember the title at the moment Factbot, help no problem johnny due to the circumstances i will be nice to you just this once the album is called people who can eat people are the luckiest people in the world phew that is a mouthful yeah that yeah he he gave me that record and we immediately just uh fell in love I mean, he was already into it, but um, it was just so freaking awesome. And uh, every song on that record is amazing. can listen to it beginning to end countless times and have done so. Um, we would have nights where it would just be like Shane and I and maybe like one or two other people. And we would just be jumping around our apartment uh, screaming the lyrics to this record over and over amazing record pretty good band uh they're a lot of fun to see live they tour constantly they're constantly recording they're they're great so really that's that's all i wanted to talk about or highlight at least again i am putting up this mix uh coinciding with this episode so if you wanted to hear more songs that remind me of shane and a little bit about that you can check that out at atrax.com slash uh johnny ketchum i believe you can find me yeah uh i guess that's it also shout out to bradford lynn happy birthday motherfucker uh his birthday is actually the day before shane's march 23rd which at the drive-in has a song called napoleon solo that mentions march 23rd (gasps) happy birthday love you go padres